sharing the journey of real Canadian changemakers and the impact they have on the world we live in. It's Rivers Corbett on the Startup Canada podcast. Welcome to the Startup Canada podcast, a show serving Canada's entrepreneurship community. On this show, we connect you with the most innovative and entrepreneurial movers, shakers, and change makers across Canada. With day in the life stories and in their shoes experiences, we dive into the true grit of running startup and scale up companies and those driving the entrepreneurial movement. The Startup Canada podcast show is a production of Startup Canada, the national rallying community for Canada's 2.3 million entrepreneurs. If you are a regular show listener, welcome back. If you're new to the program, hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and Google Play Music and visit startupcan.ca to connect with both your local startup community and to join Startup Canada to access training, resources, and a peer network to grow your success. I'm Rivers Corbett and entrepreneurship is part of my DNA. Whether it's building my own companies or helping other entrepreneurs build theirs, this is my lane. Want to connect after the podcast? You can find me at www.meetrivers.com. Hey, it's Rivers Corbett, uh, the host of Startup Canada podcast show. And I got to tell you, back in September of 2017, I was fortunate enough to be invited to an all-inclusive entrepreneur startup investor and media retreat, which is called the Fire side conference what a blast of a uh, of a of a conference but also what an amazing learning experience to connecting experience for entrepreneurs from around the country and actually some that came from the United States fireside conference is an all-inclusive immersive off the grid and off the records cottage weekend featuring the brightest minds in business startup investor and media communities and one of the reasons I was there is that I got to to actually uh, be one of their podcast uh, host guests. They brought in a few of us from around the country. And my guests on the show were the founders of the Fireside Conference. It was a totally raw experience. I went unscripted the entire time period. And the dialogue was absolutely amazing because it was a live show in front of a live audience with these amazing two guys that are lawyers that created this experience. Come and join me. Let's listen in on that conversation with the founders of the Fireside Conference. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Startup Canada podcast show. I'm your host, Rivers Corbett. It's the live show. Nikki Baloo's in the house. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. See, there we go. Okay. Thank you very much for coming to the show. I love it. So today we're at the Fireside Conference, and uh, my guests today in the Startup Canada podcast show are the two guys that started this whole gig. I thought, who do I really... I mean, epic people at the conference. I said, who do I really want to hang out with? Who do I really want to connect with? Who do I want to get the inside story with? Well, Rivers Corbett said these two right from the very beginning. Now, here's the interesting thing, is they weren't taking any emails this week and so somehow I had to get behind it but they were taking emails because this guy said yeah man I'm in I want to be part of this show so so Dan and Steven uh, welcome to the Startup Canada podcast show you guys are epic you're really doing magical stuff here at the Fireside Conference and uh, I, I, I what I want to do when we talked about Nikki uh, just did his show here and kind of there was a question about what do you want the guest to leave from today with your interview 
So if you can kind of, you guys, I'm not going to say Steven answer the question, Dan answer. I'm just let you guys talk. Yeah, I, I think you know taking taking away from this is you know why we started this and why we're doing it and why we put ourselves through so much pain every yeah. every year once a year to to put this thing together with our amazing staff and volunteers but uh you know just to get a sense of maybe the inside baseball is a term Dan always likes to say of, of fireside oh very cool so talk about that Dan yeah it's uh, it's uh, an exciting thing for us to do and we we work really hard to put it together and to have an audience here to come and watch and, and hear a little bit about perhaps the behind the scenes and the, the effort that goes into it and uh, the magic that we are all able to create together is pretty exciting and thank you for having us on the show. It's a real honor. It's an honor to have you here. Thank you. And it's an honor that that you would have emailed us and asked to be on the show and of course oh, wow. I, I get a special alert when you email me so even though I was not answering emails I saw yours come ah, in very and cool. I reply right away. Yeah, it was an orange light, not a red Absolutely. light. Absolutely. Beautiful. Well, I don't know if you guys know, but these guys are lawyers, for God's sake. The most boring profession on the entire planet, and besides accountants, of course. And uh, and these guys Where's are, our accountants? Are they here? Yeah. There they are. Live yeah, CA right story, there. Thank the way, you. Steven? Shout out to Live CA, who's also uh, East Coast, East Coast uh, based, right? East Coast based, but true story, Represent. did you not recognize your accountants uh, when you were introduced <laughs> oh, to them? Yeah, it is very funny. Yeah. I ran into Chad, who's uh, sitting in the audience, and yeah. He started talking to me, and I, I honest to God, had no idea who he was. Well, let's for a second. let's count to, in fairness to Stephen, let's count the number of hours of sleep we've collectively right. oh, had. Yeah, no, you, know, I, you know what? I'm not going to make an. I, that, that is Steve, an, ex, that is an excuse. It's not an excuse in this particular instance. Thank God Chad was wearing his live CA hat. Yeah, that, that kind of. Because <laughs> um, if it wasn't for that, I really would have been screwed. I thought that was pretty funny when I heard that story, and that was a shout out to they. By the way, they're in cabin Pisces too. All the good looking people are there. That's, you guys are invited to be uh, it. We got. Few, few bumps left and you can come. So lawyers, like seriously, from a creative perspective, that is the total opposite spectrum of entrepreneurs. Boring, legal, black and white. What got into your heads? Well, first of all, did you two know each other before you started Fireside Conference? I'll, I'll let Dan take this one. Okay, cool. Steven and I have known each other in some ways for well over a decade, but we really only got to know each other a few years ago. And that's kind of the founding story of Fireside is that we have crossed paths many, many, many times over the years in different sorts of serendipitous situations. Uh, and one of those actually, and in fact, the first one of those was here at the venue where we host Fireside, which is Walden. Stephen, you've been coming to Walden almost what quarter of a century? Something like that. You yeah. were a camper. Yeah. Is, you, camper you and stuff, Is that what yeah. happened? So I spent one summer at Walden yeah. uh, during Stephen's tenure and we didn't know each other very well. I, I knew who he was, but we never connected on, on any particular basis and never didn't see him for many years after that. And then we crossed paths again many years later in law school. Stephen was a couple of years ahead of me, and we spent one year at the same time at school together. Cool. We were never really friends. We had different social groups. Are you uh, friends now? We are sometimes. best friends sometimes. now. Sometimes. Yeah, we are buddies. best we friends We are totally now. best friends. <laughs> Stephen's a great hugger, by the way. If you want to get some good hugs, I love it. I learned it from my cousin, yeah, Jeff. He's a, a family trait. Yeah, yeah. He's a good hugger. So that's how it all started. Yeah. So then uh, we started after we were both practicing lawyers, we started crossing paths in in different things that were not in the legal world. So we were seeing each other at 
tech events. We were seeing each other at entrepreneurship events, at startup events. And that's when we started talking because we realized we had these joined interests. And at first we were actually a little confused. You know, what are you doing here? What are you mm. doing at this event that you yeah. probably on the surface as a lawyer yeah. don't seem to belong it's at? so weird. Yeah. And that's where the conversation started. Yeah. And, and then that conversation led to sharing, to sharing some of the frustrations that we had collectively about the typical conference in a concrete building somewhere downtown right. with uh, name tags yeah. and your one drink ticket yeah. and your terrible, terrible food, food yeah. and your one hour to exchange business cards. You'd have nobody attend. <laughs> yeah. And, and listen, there's amazing, there are amazing events and conferences in cities and concrete buildings, but we, we really strongly desire to do something different. And part of that came from this connection that Stephen has always had to this amazing place. Like Very look cool. around where you really are right now, where we are right now. It's absolutely gorgeous out. Mm. It's named Walden right? Yeah. For a reason. Wow. And this really is a special, special place. And I, as much as it is a special place and has become a more special place to me over the last few years, it's a very special place to Stephen. And he's always had this dream in some capacity of being a camp director. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you're a camp director. And I see, and, I see the owners of, uh, of, of Walden kind of in the audience here and they're, they're looking at they? me. There's, there's yeah, Howie yeah, and Siri right Grossinger. On. Yeah. High five to you two. And uh, along with Saul Bierenbaum and his wife, Jen, are, are yeah, the, are the co-owner yeah. owners of Walden. So I better watch what I say here. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. So, um, so here's a question for your vision for uh, fireside. Is it exactly today what you wanted it to be when you started it? And if not, what's different today than it was when you started it? Well, uh, I think it's just, there's, you know, the basis of why we built this disconnection from technology, bringing people together, um, allowing people to experience things without having to worry about accommodations, food, all these things. Um, all of those are still ringing true and, and so true to our values. Um, we've grown way bigger and way better than I ever would have imagined. Right. Um, we're at a point now where our, our fireside alumni network and, and people we work with and, and, you know, uh, interact with every day is just growing bigger and stronger. And we're so proud of that. And, um, I never could have imagined that, mm. you know, three years in, we would, we would have the traction that we have and it's a labor of love for both of us. And, and, uh, that, that's a, definitely a surprise. Right. You know, you always want to be optimistic when you start something, but like there always is that nugget in the, you know, back of your mind thinking, yeah. is this insane? And in many cases it is still insane, but, uh, so we, we see a lot of you guys. And by the way, I love the hand. Anybody go to camp and they put the hand up and you had to shut up? <laughs> Wasn't that awesome today? I'd love that. Uh, so you're bringing that piece of it too. And I think that's pretty cool. So we see you two guys, okay? And we see the hats and the t-shirts from your team. Take us, be, you know, I remember going on a cruise ship once and I took a tour of the kitchen. We don't see the kitchen when you're on a cruise ship. Take us behind the scenes. What From each one of you, what's one cool piece of what happens here that nobody would see? Can you can you know what you understand my question? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, on th there's there's pr many many things that we could go into and would probably be uh, either either bore very boring for everyone or maybe very interesting. Uh, on on our end on the logistics, this is my show. make it interesting. <laughs> yeah, <I'll> make, <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll leave it for the the Mixer G podcast yeah, to right. do the boring stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on on our end, uh, we are very much always dealing with things on the fly. And I, I made a joke earlier about the collective number of hours of sleep that we've had in the mm. last couple of days, but mm. it really is true. We we do not release 
the schedule in advance of Fireside. And part What's of the reason for that, you're going to, so you're going to do that. Yeah. So yeah. part of that is by design, right? Because we are trying to create a culture that is informal and that is flexible and casual. And we want people to come and meet people when they're here and find out who interests them and connect on a personal level and decide who to go and meet and watch and connect with. And that's maybe the sort of the PR pitch side of it. The truth of the matter is there's a whole lot of disorganization and chaos when you're dealing with a million different things at once. Right. And you have to be very agile in order to fix those things. Right. And camp on a regular basis when they're operating in the summer, they're probably dealing with all of the same sorts and types of issues. Right on. But anything from last minute cancellations of speakers or speakers needing to change time or you just happen to miss an email or something. Yeah. So by the way, the guy that spoke before he gets scotch. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't get anything. Have you have you have you checked out the schedule? Ah, there's stuff coming. Uh, yeah. There's ah, there's a lot coming. I, well, I you, apologize. <laughs> So, 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 we, so for example, with the, on the schedule front, on one hand, we have a reason why we do it that way. But on the other hand, I was up until 5.30 a.m. on the eve of Fireside right. doing the schedule. Yeah. Right? So yeah. that's like a, a real behind-the-scenes the sort of thing right. that you probably think we're a well-oiled machine. And, and uh, uh, hopefully it appears as though everything is going on on track yeah. and planned very Give well. High on that. Thank but you. we we give ourselves fireside e- high five, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Right just into the air? Is yeah, that it? that's what it fireside. Fireside. We give ourselves the ability to be very flexible and agile, but the consequence of that is uh, a lot of last minute putting the final touches sure. on things. It's being an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Right, right, yeah, right, right. I, and I'm curious what Steven's... Yeah, yeah I, I think there's... Sorry, before you get going, Steven, yeah. how many people are on your team that are volunteers? How many, what are the total? For sure. So it's it's Dan and myself are the, obviously the kind yep. of chairs and co-directors. Yep. Right. Um, we have a team of three main volunteers that right. assist us kind of throughout the year. Right. Um, nobody's full-time, including Daniel and myself. Right. Um, we both have full-time jobs, sure. although I just quit mine. So uh, yeah. that's that's another Camp story. Hey, well, yeah, I know. Yeah. So, so going into this, but... But, uh, um, and then we have a team of amazing volunteers. So we have um, some great people who are helping us today with, the, with the unconference. The total is probably around 20 that's to 25. Yeah. Um, Shout out to the volunteers. Eh? I think that's right. They cool. are yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. High five on that. Yeah. So yeah, in, in terms of like behind you know, the scenes for you, behind what's the, the scenes, what's I the think one you say, oh, that's nobody would understand this. There's, there's probably two. I mean, one for sure is food. Um, literally every single thing in the kitchen is scratch made. Um, there are obviously things that, you know, how's the food, everyone. Yeah. It's real good. Yeah. Someone said every real egg, every, yeah, every, (laughs) every burger patty is hand pressed. Every, we're going to have an amazing bacon spread at dinner that you're going to see at the bar. Sorry. Maybe that was a surprise partnered with our friends from (laughs) zoom.ai hooking that up. And every piece of bacon was delicately candied by hand. Every soup is made scratch made in the kitchen. Like, why is that? Why, why, is, why not? Why well, not go to be honest, like, you know, we're drinking. I mean, it, what do we care? So when Dan and I set out to do this, we said, you know, a huge piece is the guest experience yes. and guest experience stretches yeah. from, um, where you're sleeping. Um, you know, what the bar situation is, what the food situation is, uh, who you're connecting with right. and food is as important as anything else. Right. So, uh, we're certainly not in the business of just mailing it in and saying, right. you know, we'll just let this 
kind of go. Yeah. But I mean, kudos to camp itself. Uh, this isn't, I, I'd love to say this is something unique to just us, but like camp food itself here is, is amazing. And I'm, Brilliant. I'm incredibly biased mm-hmm. having been here for so many years, mm-hmm. but I will say that like, I mean, they've knocked it out in yeah. my, even they've blown I, our expectations yeah, away as well. Great job. Yeah. So that's huge. And um, th- I don't even think we would be able to mail it in because the camp staff here, the kitchen staff here, they take so much pride in yeah. what they do that yeah. they wouldn't even allow themselves to yeah. put something subpar on the table. Like right. yes, yesterday we had sandwiches for instance yes. and uh, for lunch and they were, they were amazing and we talked about the sandwich bar and, and part of our discussions we, we had talked about, you know, maybe having some some kitchen staff or maybe some other people, you know, slicing bread and, and being present. And next thing you know, like the two chefs that were responsible for the whole spread for the entire weekend were there serving the food. Yeah. They totally Teamwork. didn't need to do that though. Yeah. And they were the ones- It's a business stuff, right? right? You, you, so, so You dive in. Right, absolutely. So yeah. so that's unbelievable. I think that's the first thing. And the second thing is, is what would surprise people is the painstaking, and I hope people understand this, you know, the painstaking intention that we try to put into cabin placements and things like yeah, that. Talk, I want to talk about that. So yeah. why did you put me in Pisces with all the good looking people? Well, you know, <laughs> and we didn't even ask for pictures. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, we've grown, right? Our first year was 75. That was relatively easy. We, we could fit comfortably into one unit of camp. Right. Uh, last year we were 285 or so, and, and we were able to kind of stretch that across three units in camp. And this year we had the same physical space, um, but it was more challenging to kind of figure out where people were. So we kind of used a combination of a, a few surveys we sent out, um, getting information from people, um, pairing people in, in kind of purposely putting people of, uh, like-minded uh, backgrounds and experience together, but also putting competitors together. Ah. Uh, we have um, accountants from different firms staying in the same cabin. We have with with client potential clients also in there ah, as well. Nice. Yeah, very cool. Um, yeah. You know, little little tidbits like you know our our, our um, a cabin tree frog. They they've come in and and uh, supplied us with these emergency baskets, and they're all branding is green. So we right. we have a cabin actually named Cabin Green. So obviously we had to make sure that they were in Cabin Green and right. all these different things that kind Jennifer of go into Green's it. Um, <laughs> you know, so, so there's a lot of people sometimes, uh, you know, we can get it wrong, but, but usually we're, we're pretty right. And hopefully people are happy with their cabin mates and, and uh, are enjoying that. So, yeah, we're really pleased. <laughs> We actually, in our cabin, we made Ben the president. We've got a president in our cabin. I don't know if you guys is he, have made is he a taking president. minutes of the uh, minutes of the weekend? Hey, no, he makes all the decisions. We ask, did Ben okay this? And he said, yep. And sometimes you have to wait for him to come back. So that goes from there. So we're having a good time with our, with our cabin. So I want to talk about the entrepreneurial space because you guys are running a business here. And so, uh, you know, are you making money? So we we are very lucky that well for Stephen until recently we both have full time jobs that we can focus on to pay the, the mortgage and the bills and we're growing our practices in that respect. When we so that's not why the owners are here to get paid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Found you guys finally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, let's just say that uh, Walden has been a tremendous partner, and, yeah, and we yeah, we really have. couldn't have done it without Wonderful. them. Yeah, Wonderful. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. But the, we never set out to do Fireside as a as a profit generating business for us, or not to have or to have a profit motive. We always set out with the idea of it being sustainable. Right. And I don't know that there's a, a strict definition for us of what it means to be sustainable, but 
at the very least, it means that we would be in a position to continue to do it year after year right. and to grow the program and to offer more value. Yes. So we, when I look back to our first year when we lost tons of money, right. uh, and I look back to last year when we An entrepreneur, right? That's right. That's, that's, that's yeah. That's part of the journey, as you as invest. one might expect. Yeah. And, and as I look into, by the way, an amount of money that like I couldn't even tell my wife. Really? <laughs> we were in the whole like like honest to God. No, like we were we were in the whole like we'll get into all that stuff. But I mean, it was it was a scary thought. Well, this is um, my podcast. My ask the right? questions. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll get into it. Sorry, Rivers. <laughs> You're a great hugger, man. Right. <laughs> and then as we were turning into this year, and actually our accountants are in the crowd, so yes. I, ho- hopefully, I don't know, they, they may not like what, we're, what they're friends. hearing, but, yeah. uh, and we were talking to them yesterday and we asked them, are, they're in our cabin. are we sustainable? Are we doing okay? Uh, and, and they're going to let they're us bound know. bound by all kinds of confidentiality. Yes. So. <laughs> Very cool. So let's kind of dive into that. Well, yeah. yeah. So uh, as we were looking into this year, yeah. whenever we would find ourselves in a position where we felt that we might be able to make some money, we always turned to each other and said, okay, how can we take that and invest it into the business to provide a better experience? Yeah, of course. So whether or not we will make money is one question. Whether we could make money is another question. But what we did with that money, for example, I I hope all of you liked your swag bags. Wild swag bags. Yeah, they're incredible. We literally had people. So here's another sort of behind the scenes thing, and I don't know if this affected anyone in the audience. Great question, Rivers. We we had People has a fantastic question. We we had people show in. Uh, we we come come in uh, on Friday and we totally revamped the check in process because of the number of people that were coming in. Where we were checking bags for people, putting it in Classic. their cabins, mm-hmm. and they would Classic. and they would walk in to a fully made bed mm. with their with their blanket and their swag bag. Well, you know what happened. I don't know what happened for the rest of you, but when we walked into our cabin because we said we, we got to go get a bottom bunk. That's what we wanted. We walked in. We said, oh crap. All the bunks are taken? Yes. So, <laughs> so this was something we did not anticipate. Yeah. We were, it's like, we were like, and how they all got the same bag. Right. Yeah. There's one family in here. Oh, yeah. We, we actually, as a quick aside, we had people saying, there's no beds available. And he said, what do you mean? I'm standing in your cabin. We were, nine, we were there's nine beds. Out, it's because like, they saw their duffels. They saw our, our swag bags and they thought that was just That's people right, yeah. who would neatly put the bag right down That's on funny, the edge yeah. of the bed. <laughs> so this, this happened everywhere. Yes. And we were hearing it all over. But we did. We, we on one hand, we didn't want to ruin the surprise and yes. tell people that they could expect a, a nice course, swag bag on their course. bed. But we also had to manage a, a much larger number than we ever anticipated of people right. coming back to us saying, yes. "There's no room in my cabin. There's it's all the good spots are taken. What do I do? <laughs> what the bottom bunk? But this guy with the same bags taking all the beds." <laughs> That's so funny. So, uh, so um, where's Fireside going next? Like, uh, and, oh, I'm sorry. Before you say that, how many? Like, when we I went on the Slack channel and it was wonderful. Alumni, I'm coming back. I'm happy. I'm coming back. So, how big's your alumni right now? Uh, our alumni is probably. I mean, after this year, it'll probably be around 600 or so. That's fantastic. Probably 600 and or 700. What percentage are coming back? Um, I wish I could actually give you that number. I, I honestly don't know it. I would say, you know, year over year, you're looking at um, 30 to 40% of our population yeah, are, awesome. are, are return that's people. Awesome yeah, we, and we, but we try to limit it yeah. too because we yeah, of course. we yeah. have a fixed capacity of people here by design. This is a massive 750-acre property. Yes, yes. I, I think it could probably fit between 800 and 1,000 people, right. maybe a little less if you're counting all adults. But by design, we try to keep it relatively small so that everyone can connect and meet with everyone else, whether it's their cabin mates or people down right. at yoga or the right. ski docks. Right. 
And if you grow too big, you, you lose that connection intimacy, yeah. and the intimacy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you allow too many alumni to come back, mm-hmm. you're just not expanding your market. So right. you have the same people over and over. And there's right. a big risk there. Because and if they're not good looking, then that's, <laughs> right. that's the other thing. As long as you're coming back, we're, we'll be in good <laughs> hands. On, Rivers is really just, you know, really trying for an invite well, for next what, year. That's what Ben said. Yeah. He's got to be good looking to get in her cabin. <laughs> so actually, that's, a, that's an important point because I think we've kind of reached our physical capacity, like okay. not our fourth, sorry, not our actual it. physical capacity, right. but where we're, fu- we're right. comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of means that we've, we, you know, in year three, we've, we've hit the, that mark. Right. So, you know, year after year by design of the event, it will become harder and harder to get into. Right. Um, just right. by virtue of not, yeah. of having more alumni and less yeah. space. And you're expanding also. I mean, you, you reached out to New Brunswick. I, I was talking to a guy from Vancouver. You had the San Francisco guests. And so you, you're finding that more, you're moving well, beyond Ontario. Yeah. I, I think that's an interesting point. Um, I mean, it def- depends how you define expansion. Right. Um, right. You know, we're, we're expanding our network of where we're getting people from. We had Robert Scoble join us from California and yeah. Andrew Warner. Yeah. Um, from California as well, uh, East Coast, West Coast, Canada, right? Um, Florida as well, and and yeah, and Florida. That's You're great. not going far enough. Uh, oh, sorry. We had someone join us. Chris Hall- O'Halloran from Australia actually joined yeah, us this year. I saw him we had someone fly in from, yeah, from that's great guy. That is brilliant. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's, that's wild. And, and for us, you know, we get asked that question a lot of, are you going to expand? Yeah. And for us, you know, the question is, can we do something somewhere else that, um, uh, you know, embodies the same spirit um, as, as this does. And <laughs> East Coast. Um, East and Coast. We, we do get asked to do it a lot. And I think that it's, it's a, certainly something we've discussed. Yes. Um, you know, we're not opposed to anything, but there's something special about yeah. doing something once a year in, in a special place. And, and the culture's here. Right. This is it. Um, yeah. So the same way as you wouldn't necessarily see Camp Walden expanding to like a, as a franchise to four or five different yeah, places. Right on. Yeah. Um, despite this the fact the that there's other camp Walden's Disney in World, the U S right? you go yeah, there's not one related. Disney world. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's certainly something we've discussed, but, um, you'll have to kind of wait and see where we're going to head with that. Yeah, I, th- I think the the true answer is we probably don't really know. Right. We right. every single Again, business, right? Yeah, exactly. And we do a, a a massive debrief on our very long ride home in the truck after Fireside. Right. And we have a million ideas, and we get a thousand emails with a million ideas. Yeah, of course. And then a week later, there's another million ideas, and it takes a, quite a long time to process all that and figure right. out where to go. Right. While at the same time making sure we have the bandwidth to plan the next event and right. get everything going for that. But uh, I. I a lot of where we're going to end up is going to be based on the feedback of the people that are here today and uh, some of the discussions that we have over the, the course of the next few weeks. But I wish we had a, a, a better plan in action. But that agility that we've noticed we need over the, few, the last few years is sort of how we tend to run everything. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is where I ask a question now. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to add something, but I feel like we've been talking a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, this is, this is all about you guys. And I, and I really mean that uh, that I was so privilege to you uh, to get the yes from you guys i know steven you're in charge of the clock so how are we making it with time? i actually don't even have a clock on me does anyone know what time it is 5 15 when do i so have another five eight minutes okay cool so um what i want to know is what do you guys do when you're lawyering what do you, let's get away from fireside right now this is obviously a great labor of love let's get a deeper into what do you what do you if you besides this if you could do anything you wanted to do for the rest of your life and you were well looked after pay what would it be that uh, yeah that well that's uh, a good question i know yeah thank you, <laughs> thank you for another another very good one 
Stephen, Stephen and I are, are always talking about what's next for us outside of Fireside, right. outside of the legal world. Uh, we both are lawyers. Yes. Stephen recently left his job uh, that he, he loved and they loved him, uh, but it was time yeah. to move on. Yes. And I'm currently still a, a litigator. I have a family law and criminal law practice. Right. But Stephen and I are often ideating on things that we identify as being interesting and areas that we want to go into. And we're sort of ruminating uh, a new project between the two of us that we're thinking of. And this might be the, the place to mention it. Should we should we launch it now? Oh wow! Everybody want to come around? This is for those people that left suckers. Let's hear about it guys. Do you want to go ahead? Um, So we are in the early stages of starting a new company. Yes. um, Completely unrelated to any of this. Uh, Although this will still continue. Fireside is strong. The state of the union is strong. Yes. Um, We're looking to disrupt the minute book market. So for those that don't know what minute books are, they're essentially your corporate documents that embody all the corporate charter information, Mm -hmm. your minutes of meetings, all Mm -hmm. these things, uh, share certificates that are critical to any company's existence. Particularly if you're selling. Exactly. Mm -hmm. If you're selling and usually minute books are a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, worse yet, they totally sit in, mess. they sit in lawyers' offices and right. uh, they're completely un- underutilized. And someone is paying for that real estate, right. um, you know, whether it be downtown or even at a storage facility. So, how are you going to disrupt it? So, we're looking uh, at how we're going to use um, a combination of art- artificial intelligence and, and some other ways to actually take those physical books um, yes. for legacy companies and yes. also work with new companies to actually. Uh, have a digitization platform for, you know, as they're onboarded that right. all those minute books are going to have a place to live in the cloud. I love it. Um, who's going to be your accountant to set up this company? Uh, I'm looking at right at that. We're looking at our accountants. Uh, <laughs> um, and, uh, the company's called minute box. Love and, it. Do you, uh, have, do you can, have the URL now? We have minute nice. um, nice. Congratulations. Purchased and ready thank to go. You. I don't yeah. think we have a landing page yeah, up yet, but we will soon. So thank you. Yeah. Hopefully you can delay the release of this so we can get our landing page. Yeah. Up. We'll, we'll have our landing page up. It's almost ready to go. So let's, Yes, you, you like yeah. that. Yeah, there. Because so, you said we're going to find these minute boxes. It's funny. Uh, <laughs> shameless self promotion is not something that, that uh, we love, but <laughs> that was shameless self promotion. So we'll, we'll, we'll take that. So. Okay, cool. Um, one more question because we, we could talk for hours and hours, and I really have enjoyed this. Um, if you get your audience here right now, they all, if you, know, if you could, you come back next year, right? If you can find the time, resource, and all that kind of stuff. So you, can you give us one nugget that's going to happen next year that's not happening this year? You too, Coldplay? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> next year day. Yeah, I, I wish we we planned ahead like that. We've we, over the course of the weekend, unacceptable we, we have, answer. No, well, well uh, <laughs> we, we, you we have, have talked. Yeah, we have talked a little bit about we need, what we need. Gonna, Howie to say yes to it, though. Yeah, we haven't ran it by the the camp yet. We're t- talking about the the evening. Yes. Yeah. Well, one of the things that we've no- <laughs> one of the things that we've noticed over the course of the last few years is that w- number one, we do it on the weekend, which makes it very easy for some, but very difficult for some. And we start Friday morning. Right. We used to start in the afternoon and then we've extended it in earlier into the morning and for many people it's a minimum three and a half hour drive to get here which again is something that we do on purpose we want it to be an inconvenient yep. place to right. get to right. because it means that if you're here you are here and right. you're not just sort of right. on your computer or it's phone brilliant. or it's a brilliant move exactly seriously it's a brilliant move uh but we are thank you thank you that's pretty weak <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we, missing work yeah. <laughs> We are uh, tinkering with the idea of starting 
Thursday evening. Okay, cool. With dinner Thursday evening and yeah. settling people into their cabins. And then that way we can really hit I the ground running Friday morning. So how does that sound to camp? That and we'd, all, uh, we'd okay, also, so. yeah, we'd also love to bus people up uh, oh, to kind of uh, eliminate the car park that we have going on right now yeah, and, and uh, save the environment a little bit, which uh, would be good too. That's very cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, these guys are, are really epic people. And I'm going to tell you, for the first when the first time I got in, I got an invite from you guys, and and Dan was the first guy that I met, uh, connected with him, and then uh, I was at the the startup festival in uh, Montreal, and I saw Dan there for the first time. We get to say hi and so on, and he says, "Stephen, come on to meet Rivers." And Stephen, a word of like, big hug right away, man. I, I, genuine, cool, amazing guys that are impact. Like you probably have not even hearing a minute element of the stories of the impact that you guys are having of not only the people that are here but the people that they're impacting on the education the networking all that kind of stuff you guys keep happening you're really special guys and uh, it's my honor to be here today to be invited to be part of this and uh, and thank you for being on the startup canada podcast show thank well, you so thank much you. it's an Dan honor thank from you. fireside conference thank you it's rivers corbett with thank the startup you. canada podcast show mic drop thanks everybody Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week on the Startup Canada podcast, a show dedicated to unlocking the entrepreneurial potential of every entrepreneur with access to inspiring stories and tangible lessons to help you run your business. Want access to resources and support to grow your business? Visit startupcan.ca for the latest startup community news and upcoming events like our popular hashtag Startup Chats on Twitter every Wednesday and Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Till next week, I'm Rivers Corbett leaving you with a sneak peek of next week's episode. Hi, this is Giovanna Mingarelli, the CEO of MC2, and you're listening to Startup Canada Podcast with Rivers Corbett. This sounds uh, a lot like an opportunity for municipalities to significantly really understand um, not only what's going on, but the people who are uh, who are their constituents to help them make future decisions. That, you know what? That's mm-hmm. and that's exactly um, very perceptive of you because that's the, exactly the direction that we're going. Is essentially as people take action, that creates meaningful data, and then that data can be used to inform decision makers on future courses of action. It can be used to um, support planning activities and so on and so forth. The idea um, being rooted in this, what's called like a prosumer methodology where the uh, consumer actually becomes the producer, where by, you know, by, uh, default, right? Um, we first find out what people want or what people need, and then we build it or we make it or we enforce it. And so, um, you know, Netflix actually, House of Cards was based on exactly this methodology where um, Netflix was like, we need a really good show. And oh, okay, so our data shows us that a political show targeting, you know, these people is going to be super popular, but we need a famous person, Kevin Spacey, right? And so, and they literally made like this, the most successful Netflix show based on that exact exact methodology. And so we're doing that with cities, we're doing that with governments and, 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 Mm -hmm. and essentially residents where we're saying, hey, residents are now going to inform, you know, what they want through their actions. And then, um, you know, People can start making decisions. Um, you know, decisions, decision makers, and so on, can can start making further, more informed decisions with the data that's available to them. Mm-hmm.